I, I had an idea okay. to um, give do like a Gene Shallot style review of Thanksgiving for <laughs> Eli Roth uh, slasher movie. Okay. It's not great, but it's okay. And it's this you said is, last night you loved it. No, uh, I'm reviewing my review that I oh. haven't yet read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't don't have too high of expectations for it. But uh, you know, I I put as much work into it as I was gonna. So this is what you get. Okay. When horror fans reflect on what they're thankful for this <laughs> Thanksgiving, Eli Roth's name will be on many greasy lips. <laughs> With his new movie, Thanksgiving, the horror maestro offers up a feast of hacked bodies with all the gory trimmings in his throwback slasher. A maniac in a pilgrim costume named John Carver, pun intended, hunts Plymouth, Massachusetts townies the year after a Black Friday stampede of customers at a big box store. Survivors of that riot start getting picked off one by one in an ingenious series of scenarios on a trampoline with corn holders on a table saw. That enthusiast will gobble up. Don't be a turkey. Watch a woman get killed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a turkey. Watch a woman get killed. <laughs> All right. Don't be a turkey. Watch a woman get cooked like one. <laughs> I give it an A for appetizing. Compliments to the chef. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that uh, was really good uh, thank you it was okay the, it founders a little bit in the middle whatever like i said i spent as much time as i was gonna spend on it and that's what you get also this girl i gotta tell you the the main the, the final girl if you will but in the movie yeah she doesn't really she has like a disney plus credit or two i don't know how to say her name either it's either nell verlake or nell Berlake. what's the disney plus credit big shot Never heard of it. Never saw it. She she has so few credits. You know, the girl is she's she's twenty three. I don't know. What, I don't want to know what she looks like because I don't want to know who's the last girl. Well, uh, final girl in the sense of like um, the story basically follows her. Like out of all of the teens. Yeah, but now you've implied that someone lives to the end and is oh, the last people one. Get, people die. The thing about the movie that's so great is that it does not pull a punch at all. It gives you like the idealized version of that experience that, I mean, this is something I still do. We'll pick out an 80 slasher that I've never seen before. Like happy birthday to me, for example. Okay. And you know, it's, it just doesn't give you the wall to wall killings. It pulls punches, you know, two or three people will die. This is like consistently <laughs> and uh, inventively, you know, it really knows the genre. And it's just crazy to me that Eli Roth was clearly made to make a movie just like this. And he never has. Yeah. And he's such, he's clearly yeah. such a genre fan. And he like somehow like just thought he was too good for it. And this is his best movie, I think. Wow. Uh, I loved it. Uh, but this girl, but anyway, this girl, to me, she out Cindy Crawford's Kaya Gerber. Okay. Uh, Addison what does Gray, that mean? It means she's she reminds me of a young Cindy even more than Kaya Gerber does. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, now make it make sense. <laughs> Fair enough. Addison Ray is in it. Is she good? Everybody's good. Hey, everybody's like because because they don't need to be great, you know. Right. They're just slasher people. It's just an idealized, stupid, gory slasher. Oh, I wish I could be in a slasher. Well, you could be. Who? How? 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, somehow. Oh, that it, it seems it's humanly possible. Humanly possible. Yeah. I, I feel like the odds are slim. Sure. <laughs> but never give up on your dreams. Oh, well, I'm not even doing anything to try to achieve them. But you're still dreaming them. <laughs> that's all that matters might as well just keep dream. your head in the clouds yeah. girl <laughs> yeah, just keep dreaming i mean really though it does make sense in a certain way to just completely suck in and and box out the outside world and just live in the fantasy of your mind oh i try to do that all the time i don't even have to try i just do it i have to actually stop myself from doing it a lot i find myself daydreaming and i get really locked in and then it like time has passed it's almost like i like dissociate or something and then i like snap back i'm like oh i mean there is some version of that that can be reconciled with connectedness in which you're basically like curating what you think i mean obviously like privilege would really help with that too because sometimes like you can't help but be miserable given the circumstances of your life but I think an, an idealized kind of way to be is to have that aspect, but also connection at the same time and kind of be able to see the positive side of that. It's just about looking at always like the positive side of things. I, that sounds so stupid, but it's what it is. Well, so, you know, what? I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talk to me next week. You know what? After Thanksgiving, just let's stop this right now. Talk to me next week. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me after Thanksgiving. We just did just stop. Yeah. The podcast. Should we do that? No. Oh, okay. No, I, I mean, don't we think could. so. We don't have any ads. That's true. We could do whatever we want. Yeah. And it'd be a funny Thanksgiving episode. We're just like, see ya. Yeah. See right. ya. We're, we're doing Thanksgiving this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we should just do it. I mean, how hard yeah. is it to just sit here and talk? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know? What are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for a lot of things. Last time I... This is I, our I Thanksgiving talk, episode. It'll probably come out on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving? Yeah. Nobody listens to anything on Thanksgiving, though. That's not true. Really? Everyone's in the car. That's true. But do we have a lot of car listeners out there? They so. I mean, there's a lot of people going to see family. Okay. Well, hi to you. And I listen to stuff when I'm cooking. Hi to those people and no one else. Hey, girls. <laughs> Cheese, they I'm just gays. kidding. You can do whatever you want when you listen to this. What do I care? Someone's probably naked listening to this. They probably feel so weird now that I just said that. Or maybe they feel good. Maybe they feel they, like they've been justified. Well, they know that we're watching them. I wonder if anyone's taking a shit when they're listening to this. Oh, God. I can't. See, I can't. I have you to. Can't listen, you can't listen to things when you no, take a shit? No, no. Wait, cannot. what? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> they're too distracting? Yes. Okay. I want to pay attention to whatever I'm listening to, and I cannot. If when I'm you take pooping. a shit? Wow. Yeah. Okay. For when I'm pooping, I have to just be like doing a crossword or something. Like it has to like, I have to be involved in something. Mm -hmm. I can't listen to someone because I it feels like someone's like talking to me or like talking outside of the bathroom stall to me. And I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I know you have your issues. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm a real <laughs> smooth mover. So. I know. You are. <laughs> <laughs> so I can pretty much do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, you know it's just it's just like the fact of the matter for me you know and i'll be moving on from that very very shortly inevitably okay you know you um, think so yes i never spend more than literally oh i thought you meant you're moving away from your smoothness your smooth moves no i hope not i mean i hope i stay regular <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to move on from that <laughs> don't take it away from me <laughs> they can't take that away from you <laughs> Just shit it at them. 
<laughs> it's my special power. <laughs> I do you ever think about like what if like you're in a disaster movie type situation, Ugh. like a zombie apocalypse oh, or God. um, you know, like something like the road or whatever, and you, you have to take a painful shit. Right. What would no. you do? I you know what? I think I would just be like diarrhea all the time. Probably just like all the time. <laughs> just like going. Like now you can just go. You know? <laughs> If you can live with the smell, you can live with yourself. I bet. <laughs> That's a really good slogan. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to. No, that's the whole point of, well, it's one Unless of the points of punning. It's also not, you know, very good for you. I would, yeah, you'd have a, you'd get a rash on your butt. If you just, yeah. you know, pooped yourself all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see her thinking about it. <laughs> No, I'm I, still weighing the pros and cons. <laughs> Let me persuade you. <laughs> You're still talking about this, or you want? To- I just I wanted to mention that I think I would be constipated until I died. Oh, that's how you're gonna die in, in a situation in a, like that. Yeah, that's in like terrible. a zombie that apocalypse seems like a real or like slow death, death by constipation. I know it would it would be like Elvis probably. Oh my god. I probably have a heart attack, like trying to push it out or something. I just don't think I'd ever feel. I would be like, whenever I get uncomfortable, I'm like, like it's like tight. Really dark. Yeah, I guess. Death by constipation. That's a story. Yeah, like let's see, like who has died by constipation? I don't know. Can you even? I think you must, because it's very uncomfortable. So it has to be able to kill you. You know. I was gonna suggest that we interview someone who died from constipation, (laughs) and then I was like, oh. Duh. Okay. It's like AIDS. You don't die like from it, but the complications of it. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, right. Like that you probably the wouldn't blockage. you probably wouldn't have those complications unless you were constipated. Right, right, right. Chicken egg. I still think it was the chicken that was first. Hey, that's very creationist of you. Well, I, mean, I it feel would like be it weird. Was... It would be weird if there were eggs first, right? Right. Because I mean, where would they come from? Yeah, you gotta have that's, <laughs> that's the issue. That's the issue. <laughs> that's why it's unsolvable yeah well no i feel like i do know i think that it's they they were not dinosaurs they were dinosaurs probably yeah you know yeah and dinosaurs had feathers they were birds everybody wants you to know dinosaurs were birds because you know what it just changes the aesthetic of it it does it makes it really incredible jurassic park argued that but then it also gave us the classic you know scaly lizard dinosaurs sure like, it just is weird that we, like, A Land Before Time, it's such a touching, like, family movie, but they were all naked. Well, yeah, like, a lot they of didn't animals have any feathers. movies. No, because they didn't have any of their feathers right. on. They were plucked. Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Totally true. nude. It's like watching a movie of sphinxes. Right. <laughs> sphinxes of different species. Yeah. Um. So, the, what, what I wanted to say was, uh, I think that because the Barbara Streisand book is so long, mm. I, the only way that I can really see like covering it in any like way, and we should, I think, cover it because yeah. like it is great. Just do d- drips and drabs. But just um, I, I'll just play like a clip every week. And, okay. You know, and you're listening to it now too. Yeah. You weren't previously, but this is this was the best. I I actually was gonna play this for you last night, but then I was like, no, I need to get your reaction. Oh yeah, you told your me live about that. reaction. And then he looked at me with pure venom and said. You may be the singer in this picture, but I'm the actor. I have more talent in my 
F-A-R-T-S. He said, I can't say the word. I don't like the word. I can't say it. I'm embarrassed to say it. <laughs> then you have in your whole body. I was so stunned and I didn't have anything to say. Is that about Walter Matthau? Yes. What a dick. I know. I know. It was like her third movie too, I think. I can't say the word. I, can't, I know. You know what? Uh, yeah. When as we, as we were like, I knew that it was going to be a fart. And as we were leading to it, I was like, how is she going to say that? Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't. She wouldn't. <laughs> it is uh it's really just like plugging in to grandma's story time yes you know <laughs> but i really like it she talks a lot about her own sexuality and she talks a lot about food there's more about food there's she i get it you don't get it she's offered food has been such a huge part of my life it's true it's true but she really just she goes on about tapioca and she's <laughs> then she at one point is handed a malamar but won't, only wants the graham cracker in it so she takes the graham cracker I, out and she eats i relate that. to that <laughs> she she scoops the goop out of oreos i relate to that i don't like the cream in oreos i, I like do. the oreos I, bring on the cream how do we used to do it we used to like do like two the creamy part of each side and then stick them together and do you know make your own double double stuff, stuff. Yeah, I, double that's stuff gross yourself. but i don't like that it's uh, not that's not for me i don't like it's also like that it, kind of that kind of textury kind of thing it's also not vegan but hydrox are vegan yeah i think i think i think i don't know if it's but is it meat is it somehow like meat <laughs> <laughs> You know, like is a gelatin like type of thing. Is it horses? Yeah. You're eating horses? Well, apparently it's just fudge covered. What is? Fudge covered or not vegan. So Oreos are vegan? Apparently. A lot of people are saying yes. Oh, Mitch yeah. said that, that Oreos were not vegan. I know. It's always been a thing. It was always a thing when I was growing up. People, that was like totally a thing with the vegans. They could not eat Oreos. <laughs> Just like. Yeah, it's it like, was Hydrox. It's like chocolate to dogs or, you know. <laughs> that is not why Oreos aren't vegan. The sugar in the U.S. contains bone char, which comes from animals. Oh, all sugar? Oreo sources sugar from bone. Who said this? Somebody said this. Is that true? What the fuck is bone char? Bone char? It's used as a filter to remove impurities, color, and minerals from the sugar. I don't know how, but I what what I'm gleaning from this is you don't actually eat the bone char. But who invented that? They must have been a genius. How would, yeah. who would even think to do that? Yeah. Oh, the put the sugar through the bone char. You know, I bet it was a I bet it was a mistake. They ha it happened by accident, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Oh, look at this." Yep. That's you know, that's that's the how a lot of things get, <laughs> get invented. <laughs> Pure dumb luck. Name one. Oh, like tons of stuff. I don't know, flubber. <laughs> okay we have voice messages too hi um i just was listening to your podcast talking about tom otternist uh artist or whatever his name is and he used to come into this cafe restaurant spot that i worked at in the lower east side um now it's like a churro cafe i don't even know anyway i worked there he came in every single morning and he would get oatmeal and like dry rye toast and tea, which is like just made at home. Anyway, he was like nice-ish. He was like very quiet and kept to himself. And then we learned he was an artist and we we're like, wow, he does all those subway things. And then we learned the thing about the dog and we we're like, creepy. Um, anyway, that's that. Mm -hmm. I love you guys. I used to watch you guys in my dorm in like 2007. So it just Aww. feels so great to keep up with you well, too. Well, thanks. 
Okay, bye. Um, that's great. That's exactly what you should uh be giving us. Right. I like that. Okay. I was going to talk about Cassie's lawsuit, yeah. but it is kind of a downer. Yeah. It's, and then you were just talking about shooting dogs. I well, Last week, yeah. yeah. I, but no, but I was just talking really, about being constipated till I die. That's true. But that was, I think that was more fun. medical. That was fun. Well, <laughs> that was, was more upbeat. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but also just more uh, yeah, medically, no, this is kind of misery. All right. Well, let's not talk about Cassie and Diddy then. We it can. Is. No, because it's a bummer. Because it's a bummer. Yeah. Yes. But do you have any kind of like, I don't know, takeaways? You don't have to go into the fine, fine details if you don't want. But like, is there anything you want to speak, say yes. broadly about it? Okay. Broadly, I yes. want to. Broad strokes. Here's your chance. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I think that people need to take a second look at Kim Porter's death. Uh-huh. And, that you know. That seems a little conspiratorial, but. Okay. But, you know. I, it just I, after like after me too. It does blow my mind that somebody that high up could have this in the midst of me too. Yeah, like it was in it was it was early like when they were when it got when it reached its peak and she finally just ran away. Yeah, and then he like he came back and he raped her after that, mm-hmm. and then she allegedly. was like allegedly according after that complaint. According to the complaint, good catch. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't believe her. It was like 2018, like, because the Me Too started in the fall, like late fall 2017. Yeah, and then yeah. it was continuing. People were still losing their jobs oh, yeah. well into 2018. Oh, yeah, totally. It, no, it was it was anytime anybody was accused, it was a major story. Yeah. And, and, and it would just be like it was he like was a, doing he was actively, allegedly actively doing stuff to her at the time, at that time, right. at that exact time right. where it's like really heightened, like literally like her allegations are that he was always like threatening her music career with canceling it or like holding it back her singles if she wouldn't like take his phone call and stuff and like during that exact time it's awful because like her music career was so spotty anyway and not that i feel like cassie was some some suppressed genius with a lot to say she only had one full-length album come out well yeah but she did i guess she did like her yeah she she did did that like three volume thing right but yeah only one official album right yeah yeah and is that another one wow it was a very it's reminiscent of phil Spector. With uh, Ronnie Spector, right, like right. wanting to keep her to himself. Yeah, he had a series of mixtapes that came out. That was like a bunch of material. It was basically just yeah, was like a, 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 a dump, basically. Because she had been doing all of this yeah. stuff, and then he just like wasn't allowing her to release anything. And there, were, I remember liking a lot of stuff on it. Like I cared when it came out because I mean I just loved me and you so much. And if you went out to like any gay place in New York, in 2006 you just heard it constantly you know it was just like it was kind of like the biggest hit of the time in a way so they used to do these things called freak offs where he would hire male hookers allegedly and they would go to fancy hotels and do a bunch of drugs and he would film them the male sex workers having sex with cassie Mm -hmm. during the last one that she ever did she stormed out Mm-hmm. And he allegedly like assaulted her in the hallway, and then allegedly he gave fifty thousand dollars to the Interno- Intercontinental Century City Hotel, fifty thousand dollars for the hallway security footage, and they did it. So, and then after that's, that, this is like really dramatic. It's really that's what I'm telling you is like it's like a movie. Yeah. It's really intense. After she left him that time he kept trying to call her and she wouldn't take his calls and she like went and hid at a friend's house in Florida 
And then James Cruz, president of Bad Boy Management, tracked her down and told her that her single would not be released if she did not answer Mr. Combs' phone calls. That's really cruel because obviously her career meant a lot to her and she was really trying. She was 19. When they started going out? Yeah. Wow. When when she got signed to Bad Boy. So wait, did she release Me and You through Bad Boy though? No. Right. Wait, Cassie was on Bad Boy. The, she was the, signed. The first album. Oh, but it was her, the single had already come the out. The single had come out and through yeah. the single she had gotten signed. Yes. Right. And then in the complaint, it says a woman who worked at Sony Music reached out to her with a similar ultimatum concerning her record. Incredibly, Mr. Combs even convinced one of his attorneys to call Ms. Ms. Ventura in this time. The lawyer told Ms. Ventura that it's in your best interest to call Mr. Combs back. Can you believe that he allegedly got his lawyer to call her? He like paid someone a probably a really high hourly rate to bother his ex-girlfriend. Oh, Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. She's been talking a lot. Yeah, yeah. She wouldn't, she, when he, remember when he, a couple months ago, he, he made a whole thing about how he was giving his artist in an unprecedented move. He was giving them all the rights to their music. Yeah. Aubrey O'Day went on a podcast to talk about it. Yeah. And she explained, she was like, yeah, he's not giving us like the rights to our songs. Right, like right, from, right. He's, he's not giving us the money that they've all already made. Right. We're only getting the like streaming money starting now. Right. And that's. And she's like, that's pennies. Nothing. Yeah. Zero dollars. And she said in order to receive that, he wanted them to sign a new NDA. Okay. So he knew that there was something brewing. He knew something was coming. And so he wanted them to sign a new NDA. And so she said, no, I'm not doing that. Right. You can keep my my music. And so now she's talking. Uh-huh. And she's like, I 100% believe her. I've been telling really? you people about him for all these years. Yeah. Does she really resent Diddy for what happened to her career? Yes. I think there might be something to it because she wouldn't play ball with him ever. Right. Right. Like, and you could see that on the show that she was on too. And she would, she would push back like, and he would, he hated that. Well, what's Don Richard have to say? Oh, they're, they're in agreement. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So has Don Richard spoken out? Yes. Okay. Praying for Cassie and her family for peace and healing. You're beautiful and brave. I mean, I, I, I do feel like some trepidation is necessary when you're receiving this stuff because it is important to believe people who speak out, but it's also important to the the hear the whole the scope thing. of the story though, if a tenth of it is true. Yeah. 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 It's, it's damning. But what but what I'm saying is that it's also very telling when then all of the women around find themselves empowered and are right. able to like speak a little bit more. To me that just lends such credence to you know these explosive claims strength in numbers because like what like what do don richard and and aubrey o'day really care about cassie like in terms of like i mean they're not like super tight obviously yeah. you know so like it's not like they're it's not like this is a conspiracy where like they cassie got all them to, right they're not close no i don't think cassie don't was think close so to anyone to, wasn't she, she had, kind of siloed away well that's the the issue that that's brought up a lot in the in yeah, the complaint like is that, that she wasn't really allowed to have she says she wasn't really allowed to have friends he said that she said that she was going to write a tell-all unless he gave her 30 million dollars okay yeah but here's the thing that when i was reading in the complaint and i thought that this was really smart that they put this in the complaint she says he got her hooked on drugs and she continued to struggle with that after she left especially because because she was like so traumatized and sounds like it that's like the only way that she could tune things out Mm -hmm. and they were available to her so then she eventually went to rehab 
like she went to inpatient treatment for a long time and that's well, when she, she got away from him that was probably the best thing right? yeah but it was a little after she got away from him oh it was after she got away yeah from it was like a rehab. year after oh, he or something have had her going to rehab I guess. she got married a year after he allegedly raped her and then she's had two kids it says in the complaint she didn't use during pregnancy but that she was still addicted and then she went to rehab at like like just recently got out of rehab and so when she was in rehab is when she had to confront all of this stuff and when you're in rehab they have you do something it's called an inventory and they and i'm sure she went to like a super nice place where they were doing like intensive therapy all day and that you have to do this like timeline of like basically trauma in your mm-hmm. life you have to mm-hmm. write down every single thing that made you have some kind of bad feeling mm-hmm. and so i think that she ended up doing all of this and then people were like that is so fucked up and then that's when she decided she was going to like come clean with the truth. And that makes sense to me. It's not like she just decided, you know, yeah. out of, a couple years later out of nowhere, like, oh, I'm going to like take him down. No, Even like though she could. And she could she'd still be right. Yeah, she could. You know, but to, like it, to pursue justice for herself. It makes a lot of sense to me. Like she couldn't even accuse him of something before because she was so fucked up still. But anyway, here's Aubrey O'Day's mm-hmm. been talking for the last like year or two about Diddy. Like, and it's been amping up. She's been feeling like a little bit more empowered. She never goes all the way. Yeah. But like, she really has been, you know, sounding this alarm. Why somebody would want to fire somebody. Can you give us a little? <laughs> um, I wasn't willing to uh, do what was expected of me. Mm. Not talent-wise, but in other areas. Mm-hmm. And were other girls doing? I was the only one that was in those types of positions. Wow. When you look back on that, how does that make you feel? You know, I have such a love-hate with it all because... I don't think I would have been able to be so successful in so many other areas had I not been trained under Diddy. Mm-hmm. He was the hardest person that you can work for and it was torture and not the work part of it, but the other stuff. Mind game. I have, I, we have a correction. This is from our listener, Stephanie. Aussie here. The handbags don't come with a leg of ham. They're for storing the bag in the fridge. I think you, I think you get them with brine and store the cut ham in them so it doesn't dry out. It's so you get the most out of your ham. Take care. Oh, wait. After you cook it, you put it in there? Do people really, they, they want a decorative handbag? I, I don't know what people want. It's new <laughs> to me. Your, how to store your Aussie ham. Use a handbag. And keep your Aussie Christmas ham fresh for up to three weeks. Is this true? So it's just a canvas bag. So I don't know. You get, you, or maybe it's like linen. Okay. It's to keep your ham fresh after. Handbag. Okay. I would rather have it, like, if, it, if I had to buy a thing, because I like the way it looks, I would rather have a bag and then a box to put it in. Because I don't like bag. Like, I really don't like bags. I think that makes for messy stuff mm-hmm. in the fridge or in cabinets. I always put things in, like, boxes mm-hmm. or, um, like, little bins. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything can move better yeah. throughout the I, I space. Think it's, I think it's a great system, honestly. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that the handbag should come with a box. Maybe that's your invention. I'm going to have to move to Australia. No one gives a shit about that here. From bag to box. But <laughs> Tracy Egan story. Tracy Morrissey. The yeah, Tracy, Tracy Egan Morrissey. Morrissey. Okay, I, but I feel like sometimes you don't say the Egan at all. 
I don't sometimes. Well, yeah. it's not in my socials. Right. Uh, but you know, professionally, my full name. Right. If I'm if I'm inventing something, I'm I'm definitely gonna put my maiden name in it to you know bring esteem to my family. Okay, that's why you're doing it. It's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> sure. Meanwhile, the esteem is like me like writing about like orgasms. Period. And, and yeah. Like, <laughs> breastfeeding. Right. My bloody nipples. Lots of farting. Yeah, oh, yeah. And constipation. Right. Until I die. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, that's probably enough, wouldn't you say? I mean, I wanted to turn the recorder off a while ago. Yeah, you wanted to at the beginning, but yeah. I just don't, you know, it's in the spirit, it's the spirit of Thanksgiving. Have a heart. Have you ever had anybody be nice to you before? <laughs> no. <laughs> just kidding. I know. It wasn't, it wasn't a serious question either. <laughs> it was showgirls. Oh. Doesn't he say, like, oh, what's I... the matter? Ain't nobody ever been nice to oh, you before? Oh, right. Yeah. Except then he ends up, being a jerk well exactly he says that to manipulate her he's trying to gain her trust that's you know it is all men well it's and some I men like broad strokes. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what this showgirl's character just seals that <laughs> for me hell yeah you know it is all men but you know what you know what i will uh, say this a real red flag, a real indication is like when you're like hooking up with a guy and then you're like, no, I have my period. And he's like, no, you don't. And you're like, check. And then he goes and checks. Uh-huh. That's a, don't That's fuck, a red flag. Don't fuck that guy. <laughs> don't fuck that guy. Well, maybe yeah. he wants you to have your period. No. No, he's like thinking that you're lying, lying. Wait, have you done this before? Because this, it, this does happen in Showgirls. So have you That's been like. I'm, That's why I'm saying have it. You said check. No, that's why I'm saying oh, it. But you're saying this guy's a red flag further for yes. checking when she told him to? I just well, decided that. I mean, again, he is in Showgirls, you know? They're, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all red flags. It's kind of the burlesque of like throwing around red flags. Guard, yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> covering themselves. They're red flags that are pasties. Totally. <laughs> all right. Patreon.com slash pot psychology. You know, check it out. We talk about things. I don't... Well, I... I'm high. She doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Leave her alone. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah. You know what um, I want to hear? What? I'll be dreaming of Selena? you tonight. Selena? Yeah, because of, of my daydreams. I'll be dreaming of you today, not tonight. Sure. Dream whenever you feel like it. Yeah. I mostly am dreaming, I think. You think most of this is a dream? No. I mean, like. Well, I hope it's a good one. I <laughs> Okay, bye. Late at night when all the world is sleeping, I stay up and think of you. And I wish on a star that somewhere you are thinking of me too. Cause I'm dreaming.